Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, the things that yell at me in my house. I've got the high ground, Anakin. You're a dumbass. The calendar game is so dated. Skeletor mocks your pain. I need a COVID vaccine. How to cover furniture complete with nudity. Is that a mask or is it the lower half of your face? Scott's eye and tweet both go semi-viral. A package of follow-up jerky. My potato arm is always in the way. Pull the toe to make sure. A rear view window on the Tesla neighbors. Of course it works. I'm not a chump. I don't even know who the tadpool is anymore. Using acid with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Die Sendung wurde am 23. Dezember 2020 im Internationalen Logistikzentrum zur Weiterbeförderung in das Zielland übergeben. And it smells bad too. The Morning Stream. Sweep the leg. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the M- the NBC. <laughs> NBC. The more you know. Hey, welcome to TMS. There's no NBC here. We're not affiliated with any official network, uh, no. cable or otherwise. So welcome to what we do here at the Frog Pants Network with TMS, The Morning Stream. Uh, Monday, but January Amazon, 11th. if you'd like to throw us some of that wondery money, oh yeah, we'd no, be all I'd, over it. That'd be fine. Yeah. You're yeah. Sa- you're, they're, they're saving on some bandwidth uh, here recently in the last day or so. Won't get into that, but since they are, they can oh, throw really? it our way. Okay, that's fine. Let's do that. Hey, it's <laughs> sure. uh, January eleventh, twenty twenty, and it's me, Scott, and him, Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hi, Scott. Welcome to a brand new week. <sighs> is it? It is, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, I guess yesterday technically is the beginning of a brand new week, depending on what day. You've set your WordPress calendar to start with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Are you, uh, oh, actually, this is a great question that is totally do- boring, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Oh, good. Excellent. Welcome what do you, what, what, <clears throat> excuse me, what calendar interface do you prefer when doing appointments, making calendars? Do you go Google Calendar? Do you do iCal? Like, where, do you, where is your head at? What do you use? I do, I do iCal only because of how integrated it is with the the things that yell at me in my house gotcha okay so you've got um, you've got that all you've, you've got a whole ecosystem going with your calendar got the ecosystem where yeah and where we've got separate calendars so you know when tina puts oh recycling's been moved to this day then i know what day to put boxes out and stuff like that right it's, that's you know, good that's good i think i feel like that's the reason i ask is i feel like i need to up my game when it comes to how i use uh that mm-hmm. particular part of my life because right now i just have 
whatever's in front of me. So I have an app that's like Gigantical or some dumb name, but I like mm-hmm. it because it's just a really easy interface. But it just interfaces with Google Calendar and iCal anyway. Yeah. Or not? They don't call it iCal anymore, do they? What's it called? No, I think it's just called Calendar. It's just Apple Calendar. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll use that because that just happens to be in front of me. Sometimes I'm on the web and I'm using the Google Calendar interface. And sometimes I'm doing invites by Gmail and it's just kind of all over the place. And yesterday I realized I don't really have a good calendar game. Yeah. I mean, my Google uh, email accounts are tied to my iCloud account. So if somebody, if one of my clients sends a uh, a meeting request to my work email, it goes into iCal automatically or Apple Calendar. Yeah, it just, yeah, just saves right in there, right? That's what My you God. want. This picture, can we, can we, oh, I guess, never mind. It's a film sack thing. I'm like, this picture of Artie Lang, I just want to remove it, but it's, never mind. I've got the wrong chat up. I need. Oh, uh, yeah, you're in the wrong chat. Yeah, I mean, TMS. There we go. Yeah. The picture of Artie Lang. Where yeah. The recent Artie Lang stuff where his nose is all mushed up into a yeah. potato. It's his nose gnarly. looks like the top of a, of a uh, Dairy Queen soft serve cone. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of want to say, what's that coated in? Is that dipped? Is that a dip cone you got going there? <laughs> Turns out oh, it's di- been dipped. <laughs> it's been, been dipped in a fair amount of cocaine over the years. But <laughs> That's right. That guy is, uh, he's he's got like, he's like a cat. He'll, he just goes on. So, yeah. More power to him. He I was, guess. he was great, um, uh, great sidekick or, or, I don't want to call him a sidekick, but he was a longtime member of the Howard Stern in studio mm-hmm. group. Yeah. So is Howard and Robin and Artie and Fred and everybody. And um, he was hilarious. Like you, you they, they go back over the holidays. They were playing some old interviews and, and things like that. I love Howard Stern interviews. And um, Artie would pipe in with some just great jokes and, and, yeah, and bits. He's a funny really guy. Funny, but Turns out that yeah. guy, he's a hoot. He's say. a hoot. He just has, uh, he's got his issues, man. He's got his demons. Yeah. Those drugs, they don't, they don't give up. I'm going to give you this here. This picture I'm putting in is oh, going to put another picture that we're never going to unsee. Well, this the, one's nice. Cause he's, he, this is him in oh, recovery. Is that, is that already now? Jeez. Yeah. That's seven months, uh, seven months sober. Okay. And, uh, reconstructive surgery looks like maybe a little bit lost a bunch of weight. Uh, looking yeah, better. he looks like he's wearing a mask. With a lo- the lower half of a face on it, though. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally does. Haven't matched up color wise. Like they, they need to uh, do a little smoothing. Yeah, a little uh, nudge tool or uh, <laughs> blend yeah. tool. Just a little bit, a little filter, a little filter. Yeah. Uh, chat room here. The picture we were talking about from before. This was kind of it is at rock bottom for him. But oh, be prepared. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I hope he. Uh, I hope he gets better. I do too. Seems like a teddy bear of a man. Just totally does. Yeah. Just likes the snorting of the drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, the snort. Need another. Uh, uh, we need some dream therapy. <laughs> okay. Is there a band called Dream Therapy? There should be. There's a dream. A band called Dream Theater. Yeah, that's true. You'd love them. And I they think go. after I would listen to a Dream Theater album, I would need some dream therapy. <laughs> How long, boy? If, if Dream Theater songs are like nine to 11 minutes average yeah how long would dream therapy uh songs be i mean that'd just be one here's an album it's got one song on it yeah that's true i'm looking here i don't see a band called dream therapy maybe it's open maybe it's available grab it while it's hot everybody whoever has a band anyway (laughs) uh, i've lately been having the weirdest dreams and i think it's a combination of just sort of you know dealing with the the modern day strife and uh, my brain trying to process stuff overnight or whatever i've actually slept really well but dreaming dreaming you know 
Dreaming. So like sleeping. Which is, I'm, I'm amazed. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't. I don't know why, but I don't remember my dreams. I'm sure I have them, and I think I remember that there was, you know, there was something going on in my head. Sure, you remember a sleeping, vague of shadow of what can, what happened. That I do, night. and yeah. occasionally I'll wake up and be like, "Oh, that was really weird." Well, but, uh, to, uh, mine are psycho, and I can't get them out of my head. <laughs> for example, here's one for you. I had a dream last night that all my pipes froze in the house. Okay, uh-huh. so like all the water pipes, which isn't actually that unusual. If you forget to turn off your your external hoses in climates like yeah. mine and yours, you can freeze your pipes yep. uh, or you know create a, a fracture, which means flooding and all that's bad. Ugh. Uh, so we're always really careful about that, and I know we've done ours because I did them. So it's not like I was thinking, oh, no, I forgot to do the thing with the pipes and it's cold now or whatever. But for whatever reason, I have this dream. All the pipes freeze, and instead of there being flooding or just a little bit of a spew outside the house or whatever, you know, whatever the problem would be, the house itself cracked into eight giant chunks. So, like, imagine... Brian, imagine you have a giant block of ice and you drop it on the yeah. cement and it just sort of yeah. separates into however many pieces. Right. A clean separation, not a shatter, but a clean separation into like. Yes. Misshapen like chunks. Like they're large, not the same size yeah. chunks necessarily, but yeah. they're all individual formed chunks. The house just went into eight of these and oh just just laid there. And here's the weirdest part of the dream. That part, all of that is just stressy stuff like, oh no, what do I do? And. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that unusual. Where it gets weird is Tesla neighbor the whole time is outside laughing at me, but not just laughing at me. And he's pointing and laughing. He's doing it in Skeletor laugh voice. So <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing like that. Your house fell apart, you boob. Yeah, you boob, you imbecile. Like it was that, it was that kind of thing. But he's but he's hanging upside down from his leg in the tree in the backyard. So the house goes clunk into eight pieces, and he's hanging upside down going, like this. Oh, my God. I don't know what to make of that. I got nothing. I got nothing. That, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the uh, God, the, the, the house splitting apart into pieces yeah. feels like it's it's got to be something, right? I mean, it's got to be. We don't, it, does, it feels like that doesn't even have to be like, well, it could be this or this or this. It feels like in the book. Right, a house splitting apart into even chunks, big chunks, is mm-hmm. is absolutely indicative of something. Something I don't know what. Yeah, I mean it's, it's uh, probably like just trying to keep everything together, and then you're just worried it's all going to fall apart. Maybe it's as simple as that. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know That's why really Tesla weird. neighbors involved. We're on good terms with the guy. It's not way, like he's any any new news. Like, is everything going okay with uh, yeah. Tesla neighbors? No, yeah, okay. waving at him, and you know, they, the other the other day they were. <laughs> The kids I are picture out. Scott with a broken leg sitting in a wheelchair. Mary, I think the Tesla neighbors are arguing again. Well, I can't find Mrs. Lonely Heart's dog. It's missing. <laughs> what happened to the dog? Uh, I got to get down to the savings and loan. Like, exactly. Like it, I, it, There's been none of that. They've been great. Uh, you know, I mean, we haven't really talked to them or anything, but they're just fine. They're, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I woke up from that about, I don't know, 6 a.m. Felt like middle of the night, but it was only 6 and uh, I thought, well, I just have to pee, so I'm just going to pee, yeah. and then we'll see what happens after that. And then I conked <laughs> back out for another hour. Did you really? Yeah, wow. I went to sleep I... till seven, and I didn't uh, didn't wake up, didn't have another dream. It was fine. It was actually kind of nice. It was a nice restful hour of additional 
sleep and then got up at seven and said, all right, dogs are going to shit themselves. We don't get this taken care of and <laughs> got wrong with my I day. I wish I but... could sleep past 530. I stayed up until uh, like 1130 doing uh, the two weeklies with the raid team. And um, I knew I was going to regret it. I'm like, no, let's just do it. Let's just get it done because I don't want to. Uh, today's going to be a busy day with work and I don't want to pug and, and all that sort of thing. How late do I'd they usually rather... go? Like 10 usually? That seems a little 11, uh, oh, okay. usually 11. Okay. Yeah. And last night we did the first one, uh, we did two dungeons, did the first one and and it was 10 o'clock and I was thinking, oh, cool. I can actually go to bed at a decent time. And then they said, all right, you guys want to do the other one? Oh. Like, oh man! Oof! Uh, Oof! Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do it with you guys than than you know, pug a, a group and have to fit it on a busy day. So yeah, I just went in and did it. Yeah. But then got to got to bed at eleven thirty. Still watched an episode of Community because I couldn't fall asleep right away. And and yet, no matter how late I stay up, five thirty, my eyes are open and I am not getting back to sleep. You got you got that uh biological permanent alarm thing it's just pretty set. much yeah. yeah you're never going to get around it unless yeah. you what you need is another uh i need to move to a i need to move to a state where 5 30 is really 7 30 yeah <laughs> that's what i need to do that's right you need to move to the eastern time zone either that or uh like get a good two-week trip to like i don't know italy or something mm. and then it'll f it all up backwards and forwards and then you and then you can reset it I well, think. a one-week trip to Ireland is in the cards for 2021 as soon as... Uh, What's the date for you going there? When are you going to Ireland? Like like uh, two months after my first vaccination dose is scheduled, basically. I mean, we, you know, we, we don't have a... We can't put a date on anything until we know what the schedule is. Tina's on the calendar as far as getting her, um, her vaccine. But I, you know, I'm not... Uh, I'm nobody, Scott. I yeah. don't get a vaccine until the the hoi, the the, the putting up the hoi polloi, the um, uh, the masses get their yeah their vaccine. Well, we probably won't. Well, I mean, I have no idea what to guess. Everyone's saying like summer, but if I had to guess, well, I mean, probably summer. I don't know, but yeah, yeah Ireland. Ireland's yeah. calling your name. They want you it to is? come, Brian. You got to get over there. The green, the green Isle. Yeah, we were thinking, Claire, that I was going to get the vaccine. Because um, it was going to be like a household thing. You know, if somebody in the household who works for essential services gets the vaccine, then yeah, then people in their household would get it. Everybody in their household would yeah. get it as well. But You'd that's think. Not, Is that not the case? That's not the way it's working here now. Boo. Boo. Yep. Boo, I say. Yeah. So what's their thinking yeah. there? Just the Because the, if she's got it, she's inoculated against it. Mm-hmm. And assuming that those new strains... Are. She can still transmit it. Like she can't. Uh, once she's vaccinated, she can't get sick from it, but she can still spread it. So right. you know, she goes and sees a client or a um, assisted living place or something where somebody's got it, and she yeah. can bring it back home to me. But uh, yeah, mush yeah. it right into your life. Well, right. ho- hopefully they <laughs> so. hurry the hell up. So yeah, exactly. That'd exactly. be great. My understanding is there's still quite a bit of backlog in terms of it's not the the holdup is in various places not where you think it is. It's not just mm-hmm. we're getting them through as fast as we can. It's not that. It's it's kind of like yes, the drive-in is full of cars, but also the burgers are in Cleveland and we're trying to get them on a truck. <laughs> it's kind of what it well from what I've heard and I could be wrong on this is that 
uh, McDonald's has all the burgers, and they're all sitting there in the drive-thru window, but they're just having a hard time getting the cars through fast enough to get yeah. to hand the burgers out. <laughs> yeah. Got to figure out where your, uh, what do they call that? Your um, choke bottleneck points, not your, choke points. Yeah. Your bottleneck? Point. Bottleneck. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> choke neck, <laughs> bottleneck, whatever. I knew it was like a first-person shooter thing, both those things. I used to, <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I used to say that a lot. Line of sight pole? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, anyway, so there's that. Uh, yeah. Hey, you watched one of Nicole's recommendals. I always like hearing I about did. these. I did. Oh, it's so good, too. Uh, How To with John Wilson on HBO Max. Oh, There right. are six episodes. We've watched the episodes. We've watched the first four of them. And it is as good as Nicole described. Hmm. It's so bizarre. Like, okay, basically, the 30-minute episodes, and they have these silly little titles like, how to do small talk, how to put up scaffolding. And that's that's what the initial part of the show is, maybe the first few minutes. And then this, it goes down this weird tangent of, well, I met this guy when I was learning how to do small talk who is uh, who hunts down uh, child predators. Mm. And, and we're going to go to his house and see what he's doing. And then we're going to go to do this. And then we're going to go on this other thing. And uh, it is so good. And I think... Because it's basically this guy, John Wilson, takes his camera with him everywhere. And he is always filming. Yeah. Like, always filming. That's his whole thing, right? Just His whole thing. And yeah. he's just got tapes and tapes and drives and stuff filled with the stuff. And so as he's doing his narration, he's showing, like, B-roll footage and things that he's recorded in New York yeah. that fit the whatever he's talking about. Even though it may not have been at the time that he was putting this documentary together, each, each episode together. Wow. Uh, it is, uh, it is so good. And if you haven't watched it and I'm going to, I'm going to warn you right now, um, which episode was it? I think it started out with, uh, how to cover furniture. Mm. <laughs> uh, there is some, there is some nudity, some, uh, male nudity that is both uh, awkward and hilarious at the same time. Sweet. Man wiener you're saying. Lots of man. Well yes. Lots of man wiener. A portion of man wiener. Okay. All right. A portion of man wiener. But it's done in a way that you won't be able to stop laughing at how weird and (laughs) awkward it is. Okay. I I, I cued this. I just haven't watched it yet so now that you've both yeah. now you've both uh pushed just, just the button be warned that you probably don't want to watch it with carter oh okay <laughs> all right hey carter don't I mean, watch this with me i'll tell her would, yeah, like like uh would you watch the first borat with carter oh that the whole like <laughs> wrestling scene between borat and his manager um i mean i'm she's she's <laughs> old enough now i'd still be embarrassed yeah. though you know, like it'd be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch that with her. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't want to see. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter how old your kids get. It's yeah. never comfortable. Ever. No, it really isn't. Yeah. No. no. And as a matter of fact, it might even get. It's no, maybe, it's. I don't it's maybe think, less it's, comfortable. It's going to stay the same level of awkward and uncomfortable that it would be as kids <laughs> with yeah. their kids. And at least with kids, you're in a position of saying, "Oh, okay, bleh, bleh, pause, fast forward." You know, you can kind of be a big weenie about it. <laughs> But when right. they're older, they're like 23 sitting on your couch and you're watching something and suddenly there's a scene. You just kind of go, oh. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's pretty much it. And then yeah. now, if somebody wants to write in and tell me, oh, Scott, you're so 
uppity mm. tight. Uh, here at our house, no, me and my yeah. adult children, we watch pornography together. <laughs> I feel like the only way to really teach them about pornography is to... That's right. Watch it, watch with, it with them. With me. That's how parents, a true parent does it. Watch yeah. backdoor number eight with your daughter. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Let's play a game. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Yes. Let's do that. I want to. I want to play one. Yeah. Um, problem is, I forgot to open the thing I need to do that. So let's do that. Google. <laughs> Shoot. I thought I had this up. Sorry, everyone. Just hold on to your butts. Turns out I was ill prepared. Oh, there we go. Google Voice. All right. Oh, don't play that. All right. Now I got to make sure that Chrome is being heard. Yes, it is. All right. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Now I just got to call Dunaway and then okay. wait for By a the phone way, the call. thing people were asking uh, how to with John Wilson on HBO Max. Oh, how to. Okay. How to with John Wilson. You know, DIYs or DYIs. No, you had it right. DIYs. Do it yourself. Wait. Do yourself it. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. DIY. You're thinking yourself. about FYI, which is... <laughs> this is what I'm thinking your of. Your information. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. And that's dumb that I was doing that. All right. Uh, Dunaway incoming. And uh, we'll dive into this pool feet first here. Uh, here we go. Uh, I called him. Okay. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Babel Royale, or in this case today, we're playing a little bit of the, what do we call it? Tadpooly Feud. Tadpooly Feud. Uh, Anyway, we're going to play that. we got Brian Dunaway with us, who joins us all the way from South Carolina, as he always does on Mondays and Wednesdays. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Man, can I even tell you how great we're doing? We're doing great. How are you? You're Please great. tell me that you're doing great we're doing and not great. just making up BS. I think we're doing great. I'm a little oh, I'm, excellent, excellent. I'm a little off my. Do you guys ever here. get? You guys ever get it when you leave? At, okay, so on the show, yeah, I have to bring up my energy level like Go. a lot, yeah, because I don't just walk around acting like the fool that I do on the show, right? <laughs> so then when I leave my <laughs> facilities, my office, and I'm all like, you know, I'm exhausted. I'm walking outside, and you're like, why? Why are you all so happy in there? And come out here, you're so sad. I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm just tired. Just tired. <laughs> you know, it wears you out. I'm just like, tired. If if anyone, whenever anyone says, "What's it like doing a a show every day?" Right. And my answer is, well, there's 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 all the joyful answers. There's lots of reasons why to love it. It's a blast. I love doing the show. Love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest things I ever decided to ever want to be involved with. Love it. However, there is no denying that it is draining mentally draining yeah. so by the time this thing's over sometimes i look at the rest of my day and go oh f you right off <laughs> yeah i know two or three two or three hours in a row yeah. of being on yeah it's hard is exhausting yeah it's the retail hard. workers know what i'm talking about because you don't have to be like a podcaster retail workers know what i'm talking about yeah they know when you're in the public eye and you're out there on the floor uh you know servicing the the customers and you have to be on point for eight hours yeah you're exhausted yeah. when you go home. Servicing yeah. those customers, if you know what I'm saying. No, it's hey, totally yeah. true. But yeah. I've been off for a couple Great of days, shows. so this is this is the real Brian. Brian's Brian's got energy. Let's do oh, this. Oh, yeah, well, let's do this. Let's get this caller on the line and find out what the heck's going on. Thanks for being so patient. Who's this? 
Uh, this is the OB one in the chat. The LB one. The OB one. The OB one. I heard L. All right. right. O- the OB one. Oh my gosh! You're the one that said uh, I've got the higher ground, Anakin. You're a dumbass. <laughs> kicked him. Kicked him in the lava. Kiss or my lava. Kiss my lava. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you here. Welcome to the show. We're going to try to win you some prizes and have some fun while we're at it. Brian, do you want to explain how this works? That's right, Scott. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I don't have the music queued up. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Obi-Wan, appropriately, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian and if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes uh, Zwei, Z-W-E-I, two, two games from Steam. This is a really cool uh, JRPG about a vampire uh, queen or vampire princess. I watched uh, some gameplay oh, this never morning. Seen this one, this is interesting. It mm. is really cool, and it's uh, it's very Final Fantasy looking, um, but really gorgeous backgrounds. Kind of looks like Wild Arms. Reminds me of Wild Arms a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. I do know what this is. I've seen this. Yeah. Okay. And you get you get both the Ilvard Insurrection and the Argus Adventure, uh, both games, if you are today's winner. That all sounds like real stuff Man, to if me. you don't know these games, you just said a whole bunch of words that make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I, I totally, yes. The Ilvard Insurrection. That's right. Uh, well, all right. Uh, that seems like decent prizes. Yes. Uh, and now let's give you your question i'll put a link in uh our discussion channel there you should have it in discord in the other chat room in the meantime i'll tell you we asked our uh we uh, hold on a second i guess because you guys need to have your you you need to log in and have your hands on your buzzers because the new page actually has built-in buzzers and sounds oh what no way look at you ibit every day you impress uh, me Al Kebab, who put this thing together. So, uh, oh, nice. then look at you. Good job. Mine's not That's opening. Right. I don't know why. It's just sort of. Uh, you're using that link I put in there? Yeah. Let's see. Tri- oh, goody. Good to be tech support today. Sweet. Yeah. Is it working for you, Bren? Of course it is. No. A jump. Is it really? <laughs> it's not loading for me. Hold on. Let me try one more time. Try a fresh one. Oh, Did geez. you get that? Yeah, Did I you just get that the buzzer? Yeah, I hear Sweet. That I didn't hear the Scott, buzzer. Scott won't yet because he's not logged in. But, I'm uh, using Opera GX. Scott, what are you using? Safari? Firefox. Oh, this should work. That's yeah, a it should be fine. Browser, which everything is now. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's just hanging, man. I got nothing. Um, reload without content blockers. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> that could be it. That totally could be it. Turn on the internet. Let me. <laughs> Did use, you turn it off and on again? <laughs> use the internet. My son called. My son called Ethan, uh, yeah. and he's twenty-ish, yeah. and uh, he had a tech problem on the computer. And like before, I even had a chance to say, "Did he restart?" He told me, "I restarted it already." <laughs> he was Good. on that's, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, Okay, he knew better. To, oh, I think it may have been it. I think the content blockers okay. were doing it. All right, so cool. we got All the right. uh, username. Sorry, everybody. Hold on to your butts here. Oh, this password is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my is. Lord. Okay. Sorry. Save that password because it's going to be the same every time. If is you get it? the option to get out of here, really? To save password, yeah. Right. Okay. And then enter your own name. Okay, I'm adding my name. But not if her name is Brian. Then go. enter your last name. Oh, look name. at this. This is great. This is cool. Yes. This is great. Okay. We asked, uh, so uh, top 10 answers on the board. We asked the Tadpool, 
Who is the funniest? Now, hands on buzzers or hands on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> we asked the we asked the tadpole, who is the funniest Saturday Night Live cast member of all time? Oh. All right, Brian Dunaway buzzed in. What's your answer? Whatever. <clears throat> Will Ferrell. Show me Will Ferrell. Number two. Number two on the board. There's oh, one answer nice. that can beat it. Scott. Uh, let show me Chris Farley. Oh, show me Chris Farley. Yeah. One oh. on Scott, <laughs> you've got the option to pass or play. Uh, okay, I'm going to stop being an idiot, and I'm going to pass this time. Because <laughs> I've screwed this up a lot lately, so I'm passing. Right. I want destiny in my own hands. Nope, give <laughs> it to right, Brian. So, Brian, you're going to be you're going to be playing. Uh, let's see. Do I do this? Okay, look at that. Okay. Even to keep score, not like you know, not like these points matter. Um, all right, Brian, uh, tell me who all else? Right. Like we got the top two covered. What yeah. other people did the tadpole say were the funniest SNL cast okay. of all time? Now, Will Ferrell is one of my favorites, but not necessarily I didn't think it's the funniest, but I was trying to think what the Deadpool would think mm-hmm. and trying to migrate in that area. So I'm going to say that they find, jeez, uh, man, yeah. Keenan Thompson, generation Kenan? after generation. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's a, that's a big, wide swath. Mm. Of, it is. Uh, <laughs> and he's been on forever. Possibility, Absolutely. right. Uh, all right, show me Keenan Thompson. Oh man, man. that's a bummer. Well, you got people one said him, but not didn't didn't not rank enough. To yeah. All right, well let's 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 put our second tester and see what kind of uh, tadpoolery we have here. If you think Adam Sandler is the funniest, maybe that's the direction these people. All right, with. show me Adam Sandler. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no, really? Not the tadpole, dude. Oh my gosh, like I don't even know who the tadpole is anymore then. Just outside the top ten is Adam Sandler. So, yeah. uh, all right, this is your chance gosh. to steal Scott and Obi-Wan. You can work together. It's Obi-Wan or Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan, right? Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan? Yeah, okay, cool. You guys can work together to try and come up with any of the other eight answers on the board. Good lord. All right. My th- my I think we've already got two strikes. This is really working out well for Scott. <laughs> Obi-Wan, I'm thinking like uh But I oh wow. I mean, hey, yeah. shut up. I you. forgot we have two strikes. I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought I, I had only another get try. Two. Uh, uh, what, what would you say? Cuz I mean Eddie Murphy hops to my head, but that's also kind of old school, so I don't know if that would even hit or not. Uh, I'm not big on the SNL and I don't know their names, but the guy who played Zach Brannigan. Oh, uh, or that oh, was gonna play yeah. that. He was, a, he was a classic. Phil, you know what? Phil Hartman's a good answer. Let's go, Phil yeah, Hartman. Phil yeah. Hartman. All right, show me Phil Hartman for the game. Yeah. Okay. So is so is is dead SNL members that are popular. <laughs> Will so I Ferrell's said, not dead. Practically yeah, he's not dead. dead. He's, he's dead great. to me. No, he's what kidding. he is. So All right. John Belushi's got to be up there. So right. hold on a second. Let me let me uh, let me think real Some quick. Uh, I want to think of like original cast members to see if any of them made it. So did like sure. Bill Murray on there? Four. Oh, oh. See, I was totally off on the tadpole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, Dan Aykroyd? Is he in there? 
Oh, look at this. Number this is oh, the tadpoles a lot older than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> they are. We found out the other day. We did some averages. They're like thirty-five to forty-five average. Uh, or something. Okay, yeah. that's why they're that mature and nice and not dicks. They're not twenty-year-old trolls. That's what's going on. Sorry, twenty-year-olds. Right. <laughs> Twenty-year-old uh, trolls. Let's go through the rest of these. Uh, number five. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie. you said Eddie Murphy. Oh. Eddie Murphy. I love how Brian's yeah, invoking, but the Ibbot's invoking that kind of audience that reaction. Audience murder. Yeah. Reading answers. Yes. Let's do it together. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Uh, show me number seven. John Belushi. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> number eight. Dana Carvey. Everyone wants to get that question mark of the audience. Dana Carvey. Number nine. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Oh, wait, I want to guess number 10. Okay. Will Forte. Will Forte, I'm amazed. Nobody. What? Nobody put. And I'm Bill really Hader? surprised because Will, Will Forte. Bill Hader was number 11. Out of <laughs> oh, that's a crime. Just outside. Yeah. Total crime. That's a crime. Uh, here, is, here is your number 10. Kate McKinnon. That's a good Kay. pick. She is great. She's super versatile. She's hilarious. As yeah, the number of voices. But uh, Bill Hader, Adam Sandler, Kristen Wiig, Gilda Radner, Mike Myers, uh, Norm MacDonald, all like just out of the uh, the contention in the top ten there. So yeah. so just as a personal preference, yes. favorite favorite our own favorite. So that the tadpole, just our yeah. own favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, Phil oh. Hartman. Phil Hart, when I when I filled out the survey as a test to make sure it was working and also right. to put you know to get one vote in there, yeah. uh, Phil Hartman was my was my pick. He would have right. probably been my pick as well. I mean, that guy, I don't know what it was about Phil Hartman, but he just seemed like a singular voice in that show. Just brilliant, yeah. brilliant wit. But there's so many. There's too many. I love Norm McDonald. I, I, I love, love everyone. Uh, so I've got a couple of personal favorites that just are maybe don't really ring really high for a lot of people, like Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. I thought he yeah. was hilarious the whole time he was on SNL. Just doing I'm, some amazing again, things. I'm surprised with Brooklyn Nine-Nine and how great he is. I, I was right. surprised he didn't rank higher. I mean, there just are some great, some great uh, names in this list. He's John Belushi's good, on. but I feel like Bill Hader probably should have been in the John Belushi spot oh, yeah. on this list. Yeah, where's oh, yeah. Uh, where's um, uh, Randy Quaid? Where's uh, uh, oh my God, he's in Canada. Uh, right Randy now. Quaid. We've got uh, Rachel Dratch, uh, Chevy Chase, Keenan so Thompson, Billy Tracy Crystal, Morgan Chris was like dominated for like years. I love Tracy yeah. Morgan. He's we only great. had one person say Tracy Morgan. Uh, Sarah Silverman, Maya Rudolph. Martin Short, Kevin Nealon, Julie Louis Dreyfus, John. Mulaney. I'm trying to find a way to find Kyle Mooney funny. He's he he plays a straight man too. Oh often really? For me. I think uh, you know what you he's need hilarious, to but he's a little too straight. It's hard to go. Wait a minute. Why, who said? Wait, wait, who said Mulaney? Who said John straight? Mulaney? John Mulaney can't be on there. He was a writer. John, he was a writer, but yeah. he was also he, a couple he also of, appeared. He did a couple of skits, right? Did he? Wait a minute. I thought the whole deal was that he wrote and then. Everyone thought he'd be on, but then he left, and then he got huge as a stand-up, and then he came back to host, and that was the big joke, is that he skipped over being he never, in cast. Uh, I never was a cast member. I, maybe like I'm that. thinking of maybe. just all the times that he was, uh, that he hosted. Yeah, he's definitely hosted a lot lately, anyway. Norm MacDonald yeah. was on there. You bet he was Baton 216. He was. He's great. We all love Norm. Oh, Norm. yeah. Norm is in the list. Norm, uh, five people. Uh, uh, he's a, I love Tor- Norm McDonald, but he is just he's just a train wreck 
waiting to happen. Oh, I lately? love him. Yeah, he's kind of a mess lately. But he's. Yeah, but he's, people also put John Candy, uh, Richard Pryor, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. Jim Carrey, Steve Martin on this list, none of whom. No, Steve well, Martin yeah. guested a bunch, but he never. They were hosts, but they were never. Yeah, they, yeah. They were Dennis Miller. Well, Jim Carrey did a whole bunch of appearances this past year, but he wasn't really a host. So right. I mean, but he wasn't really a. He wasn't a cast member. He was a special right, guest. Right, right, yeah. yeah, right. Well, that I that's a fun topic. I enjoyed the hell out yeah. of that. But here's what I know for sure. I have to play this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Obi Wan. Oh, and to stave off some emails, we know that Phil Hartman didn't end up voicing. Zap Brannigan, he was supposed to, but he died right. just before that all happened. So they gave it to Billy West, who was already on the thing. It's doing funny a bunch because of I will always, even though I know it's not Phil Hartman, I will always think that that's Phil Hartman. Like, man, not Mandela effect, but it'll always be in my head. He was well, meant to play that. He role. read it like Phil Hartman, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, he was West, meant to be. Billy that West guy. is amazing. Yeah. voice actor, but he was meant to be that role. He should have been that role, and freaking f his crazy wife for shooting him because he sucks. She sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean. All right, uh, there you go. Uh, congratulations. Now, here's what you got to do to collect your winnings, to get your Zwee games, okay? Mm-hmm. You got to send Brian an email. That's coverville@gmail.com, and he'll hook you up. How does that feel as a Jedi Master and <laughs> listener of the show? Feels great. Oh, that's great, awesome. man. Well, do all, that. All my best to you, Anakin, and the rest there on Gilligan's Isle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian, done away. Debate you did going it. on in the chat room about Steve Martin never being a cast member. He was never a cast member. He was, he was one of the first hosts, but he was never a, a cast. Yeah, and he yeah, was on there the a lot doing that wild and crazy too, guy right? thing. He would do that sometimes yeah. out of nowhere. But it's a bit like saying, it's like saying Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, like, yeah, he's not a cast member, but he'll come and do yeah. Trump, right? Like, right. and host a right. lot. So it's it, Steve Martin. He's, he is basically the, John Goodman, uh, 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 Steve Martin, um, Alec Baldwin. They live close enough to the studios that when somebody bails yeah, yeah. halfway through their week, <laughs> they yeah. can come in and fill in the spot. That's right. Uh, speaking of bailing, there's no bailing happening tomorrow. Uh, there'll be a boop show with me and Brian Dunaway. We're going to talk Ooh. about what cool indie games we played over the weekend, and uh, that'll be fun. So check us out then. And of course, we just put up a new film sack for Almost Famous. A very good movie. Uh, don't go into that thinking we're just going to rip on it. We liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we get those movies on Film Sack, so go check that out as well. Brian Dunaway, anything else you want to say? Absolutely. Check out my Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. I'll be playing Unto the End on the Xbox Game Pass. It's the game I'm reviewing this week on the Boop Show. Nice. I'll be doing that later today. What time do you, or what time do you say? You said. I, it's usually I will do it around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 3.30 Mountain, the only time zone that doesn't matter. Oh, them's <laughs> fighting words. Best, right. best thing to do is just subscribe to Brian's channel so yes. that uh, you get notified whenever he goes live. Damn straight. Bye-bye. All right. Well, there you have it. Yes. Proof of proof had. that uh, I love the new thing. It worked great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all in one, so now I don't need to have... Uh, Farago, the soundboard thing open, and the, uh, the the app, and this and that. It's like ah, yeah, Alcabob. all in did one little job. piece of work there. Very nicely That's done. Right. Who's it? Who who did it again? Alkabob, A L K E B O B. Alkabob, man. Alkabob, well and done. he's listening, so he's hearing me rave about how how uh, grateful I am, and um, also grateful to um, shoot. I don't have his name in front of me. The person who came up with another, like an alternative one, because he didn't know that somebody was in the process of working on this but thank you for putting that together and that's what we have in the now we just pool. need 
Yeah, now we just need some uh, the orange and red uh, color scheme from the actual Family Feud. That's to, right. To then, CSS our way in there. Then we're set. Um, by the way, uh, Baton216 in the chat keeps asking, I've seen Yellowstone. I have, and I really like it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, probably a shock to people who know my undying what? love for a Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner Western thing that you like? Yeah, it's a sh- I know. It's really a what? mind blower that I'm into it. But uh, yeah, he can kind of <laughs> do no wrong. Uh, so anyway, there's that. Uh, hey, also, just real quick, people keep asking what's wrong with my eye. I have like some kind of cyst going. It's great. Oh, I see that. Ew. Yeah, it's real fun. I've been doing what everyone says to do, which is, you know, hot rag on it every night and supposed to kill it eventually. But it's just driving me crazy. I can see it, Brian, in my vision. I know. Ugh, I don't like it. It's like yeah. a little, a little great, like a little, um, boke it out little mountain right here. Yeah, I I, uh, I put a little sticky note over uh, that over the Zoom screen, so I don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh. It's so stupid. Doctor oh. said that these are not these aren't poopy. I asked. He says that they. <laughs> Did you ask the doctor? Said, yeah, because it's not. I have con- gotten this from poop in my eye. He told me it's not conjunctivitis, which is the poop in your eye thing. He says this is basically an oil duct in my eyelid that got clogged and I have a tendency to have that happen over here for some reason mm, okay. so I gotta figure out what to do to try to prevent it anyway good stuff good times <laughs> let's move on with a quick bit of news this is the info we've been waiting for the short version of news today is brought to you by brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster we've got our 12 contestants we've got our challenges all lined up we've got the judges ready to judge. We've got the coach ready to coach. All we need to do is start recording, which we're going to be doing next week, which means it's not going to be too long before you're hearing brand new episodes of America's Next Top Podcaster. Uh, with all the editing and stuff, it takes a while to get those out. But if you're a patron, you get them a lot sooner. Go to patreon.com slash America's Next Top Podcaster. Don't pull any money out of your TMS patronage. No. Just add on. Add on mm. with America's Next Top Podcaster. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks with brand new content. Yes. New season begins now. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's look at the news. That's, and thank uh, you to everybody who uh, who might be listening here who... Uh, applied to be a contestant i'll reach out to yeah to have they all heard all 12 know that they're in or no yes the 12 who got in know that they got in but nice. the people who didn't i i still need to reach out and email oh. everybody and say sorry you didn't get in this time it's the part you just hate to do it is <laughs> there's so many parts of this i i hate the kicking off of people and i, I hate the i don't yeah. like it i want everyone to be in you know what this season I'm going to say it's my favorite part. Now we're coming to my favorite part of the show where I kick one of you yahoos off. Yeah, get the hell out. All right, here's a story about a an yes. Uber, because that's still a okay. thing. You can still get Uber rides in places. You totally can still get Ubers, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brian's not running Lyft runs anymore. but Ooh, still have the sticker on my window. Yeah. But, uh, Do you ever have people waiting around your cars if that's supposed to be their ride or anything? <laughs> Well, if I see a pretty lady standing on the side of the road, I roll down the window and say, did you call a lift? Ooh. <laughs> is your name Ashley? <laughs> Very nice. Oh, this is too funny. I just got a text about this. So I had a tweet that went semi-viral. I didn't mean uh-huh. it to, but... Uh, is this the one that was in that TikTok video? No, that's another one. That's oh. a different oh, okay. one. The one that went kind of semi-viral yesterday, which surprised me, is... Uh, maybe it shouldn't surprise me, but... Uh, it struck me that the dude 
who uh, the the one cop in the Capitol that seemed now based on the video footage seemed to know that mm, if they go down that hall, that's the door to the chamber. That's bad. Mm-hmm. I need to pull them this direction, and it's just him, right? There's not mm-hmm. like a whole swath of cops right there. It's just him. And right. he figures out a way to get the tip of the angry spear to go that direction, which probably gave just enough time for them to get out of there, which means who knows? We don't know for sure, but I think that probably he probably saved a ton of lives. It's my thinking. Because mm-hmm. um, people came in there with handcuffs and weapons. Oh, they were and zip ties. And they were, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Angry mob situation. It was Not pretty good. bad. So, uh, so that was cool. So I said... I said, this is what Warcraft players call kiting the trash. <laughs> Which is what That's it is. very good. This yeah. kiting the trash. Anyway, I just heard yeah. from my uncle. who's was like, dude, you're, you got called out on a, something for a thing. That's my personal account. Claire Gack, open up your Twitter to Scott Johnson. That's where I put it. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's your news here about this, uh, this Uber here. Yeah, Uber. We were talking Uber. That's Uber. right. Two men caught in a stolen uber which is just a stolen car then right well sure yes i mean it's like if someone stole your car brian you don't go someone stole my uber no but it's it's um it just adds the fact that it was uh it was hijacked while it was on the job like you could say well yeah i stole a taxi it's still a car but it was on the job when it got stolen yeah i guess that makes sense You'd still yeah. count it, even though it's this gig economy kind of Yeah, weirdness. I'd say somebody stole my car, for sure. I wouldn't yeah. say somebody stole my lift. But. Yeah, you'd say, dude, where's my car? That's what you'd say. Mm-hmm. I'd say, dude, where's my car? What's exactly. my tattoo say? Sweet. What's mine say? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so dumb. It really is. But I kind of enjoy it, if I'm not, if I'm being honest. Um, anyway, in the news. We know, we know Sean William Scott likes to rub you down with butter. Please continue on with the news story. Yeah, while Fraser Crane pulls little hairs out of my body. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with my dreams? All right, um, here's the deal. Toronto police, uh, they ran into a bit of a weird one, and one of the most bizarre busts of late two men were caught stealing. They were caught stealing! <laughs> from Once, a, <laughs> when I was five! <laughs> when they were, uh, sorry, from a grocer, and just not any old food staple, but a whole bunch of meat, specifically. For some reason, they had a ton of meat. Uh, and, this, and they had it in a suitcase. So they stole this Uber with a suitcase full of meat. Uh, when confronted by a staffer on the scene, suitcase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if they thought that far ahead, but it says here um, the perpetrators entered the store near Keel and Dundas, whatever that is, some street thing. Uh, in December, began uh, taking meat products and placing them into a suitcase they had brought with them. When confronted by a staffer on the scene, one member of the duo began wielding a knife and making threats. After which, they were able to quickly flee to the airport, perhaps with an array of steaks and pork chops in hand. <laughs> Well, in their suitcase. Yeah, I, I can't guess. imagine TSA is going to let you through uh, with a suitcase full of meat. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess it's not a liquid. No, I mean, what? But, uh, what would they do though? Let's let's just imagine this scenario. They'd, they'd say, "What do you do? This is not refrigerated, so this is going to stink up the uh, the cabin." No, I don't know. You and you don't just sneak onto a plane. Like you, you, yeah. you have to I mean, show I them. Take, I can take jerky onto a plane, but I don't think I could take just raw meat in a oh, suitcase. That reminds me, I got jerky from. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. From Morrow Prime. Yeah. Ooh. I got a little packet of of, of uh, follow up jerky. <laughs> oh, good. I've not gotten mine yet, but I'm sure. I'm sure it's coming. It's, it wasn't. I think it's. I haven't opened it yet, but I think it's just whatever we said our favor was. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. what he did. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. Anyway, cool. uh, when confront or see their getaway vehicle of choice was uh, a, uh, a an Uber. Uh, mm-hmm. Says thankfully to the T- TPS holdup squad. I don't know what that is. <laughs> they were able to identify one of the thieves who was also apparently behind the number a number of other similar crimes in the area. The other they suspect. They need to put a cover on their reports, but uh, I, other than that, I agree. Uh, says the other suspect remains at large. Oh, really? Be on the lookout for uh, a guy carrying Kool-Aid in a tote bag. Yep. He's probably got the meat sweats. You'll recognize him on site. <laughs> Ate a lot of meat the other day. Lots of meat. Uh, in other news, according to the Daily Beast, a woman's body discovered that sparked a police search turned out to be a large potato. Yeah, it wasn't a body. Well, it's good. It wasn't a body. We don't care about potatoes. No, but uh, I feel bad for the woman who who people could see a potato and think that's part of her body. <laughs> well, what have what? you have you have you have you seen Artie Lang's nose? I would like to <laughs> good point point that out. Uh, an English dog walker got the shock of her life Tuesday when she stumbled across what appeared to be a human foot protruding from the dirt of a countryside area. Okay, before you go any further, yeah. is she? An English person who's a dog walker, or is it a person who only walks English dogs? <laughs> That's a terrible sentence. An English dog walker. I yeah. guess there's no hyphen, so we can't put... Uh... You know what? You're right to question it. It's not clear. I only walk English dogs. I guess that would be an English dog walker who walks English dogs. And I guess an it's English, not... A, it, probably not English ultimately... English dog walker. Yeah, an English... <laughs> Yeah, but the redundancy is at least at least descriptive and would have been better. Um, I only walk Staffordshire Terriers. <laughs> Take that, Australia. Take that. Uh, where was I? Uh, no, sorry. I'll oh, no, you're fine. Foot protruding through the. Oh yeah, they thought they thought they had a major crime scene, so they treated it as such. Um, but after a while, someone figured out it was just a potato growing next to a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, um, let's see. see is there a photo of this? There probably is. This link does not seem to work. Oh, yeah. It's off on mine, too. What happened, Daily Beast? You guys having a bit of a... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Error, error 502. Bad gateway. I imagine if I look for uh, body potato mushroom. Oh, safe search. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. For some reason, this article is just not on their site anymore. It was there yesterday. Yeah. Um it's funny google returns two daily beast links neither of which work but there is a nope this one reddit seems to go to the same garbagey link huh uh claire has a has a link claire gack claire gack has a link let's take a look human there. foot in gateshead field turns out to be potato oh there's the exact photo i saw yesterday and they just didn't they just took it off the daily beast so look at that yeah, yeah. looks like a little uh I mean, I, I guess if I saw that, I might. It looks a little yeah, fleshy, but I don't know. I think I'd have taken a closer look before I called the cops. Yeah. You know? I mean, you got to be, if you look at that and you say, that's a foot, you've got to be looking for a foot. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, uh. Yeah. You, you would have to say to me, hey, there's a foot over here. And at first I might go, oh, yes. I guess I can see. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's a damn potato. <laughs> Exactly. So I'd say the person who discovered it should be a person of interest because they're, you know, they're looking for a foot. Yeah. What kind of English, English dog walker is she? Gee. (laughs) She's terrible at her job. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, some time with our friends, uh, Bill and Steven. So that's all coming up in a second. Before that, though, a 
a break of sorts, and it's with music, and Brian brought it. Brian, yeah. what is it? How about Philly? Let's go to Philly for a uh, group called Soraya. They've got a brand new seven-inch single, uh, the B-side of which is a cover of Aerosmith's Angel featuring Jesse Wagner on vocals. But side one, it's a brand new single. It's called Tight Lipped. This rocks. We, this is a good way to start off your Monday with some energy and some rock. Here is Soraya and Tight Lipped. <laughs> Machines that change the mean fighting machines. Switch force. Switch force. 
Switch force. Switch force. Press down and instantly out come powerful weapons. Enough of this. This is horse piss. <laughs> The Morning Stream. Yo, that Leave it to Beaver line almost killed me. And we're back, everyone. We're back. I'm in my second watch through of, uh, of this. Enough of this. This is horse piss. Yeah, I can't get enough of it. It's so good. Oh, even somebody allure for real said Melania. Wouldn't it be great to imagine that... Uh, <laughs> Nadia. All of the Nadja clips are actually things Melania has said in the White House. <laughs> like just I kind of want, I kind of want to listen, re-listen all those yeah, clips now. Like just this just, week, she was quoted as saying, "Enough of this. This is horse piss." Yeah, you could hear it. You could see it. She's pretty tight. She's pretty worn out too. Probably. I don't oh, know. I love Nadja. Yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's the great, great discovery for this for this show for me. Like everybody, I love everyone. Yeah. They're all amazing. Yeah. yeah, Nandor is so great. Freaking Colin Robinson can do no wrong. I love everyone, mm-hmm. but she was the one. So when the show started, I went, "Oh, are we gonna have like it's just gonna be like a naggy kind of vampire wife? This is a weird thing to add. okay." I, mean, I had like I had built in distrust of how they were gonna shake things up, and she completely blew my mind. Yeah. She's the yeah. she's the best new thing about it. I love her. Love her. I have a huge crush on her now. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't tell my wife. Just kidding. Underst- she knows underst- I like her. <laughs> Understandable. Um, all right. We're going to... What are we doing now? Uh, oh, yeah. Bill. Bill. We're going to talk to Bill. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Let's talk to Bill. I'll just all keep right. saying it until I click it. There we go. Okay. Uh, he's on his way in, and when he gets here, we're going to talk about stuff. So here's this right here. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Bill, to the program. He is Bill Duran of PunishProps.com and uh, lives in Seattle where he does cool stuff. He makes things, and he comes on here and gives great advice to young burgeoning makers, their own selves. Bill, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good feels, morning to you. We haven't yes. talked to you in a whole week. How have you been? Well, it's been a week, huh? Yeah, sure has. Sure has. I can't believe we're not even to Wednesday yet. It's not even a full week from an ama- uh, amazing, <laughs> a, a very important point in the last week. We're not even a week from yet. <laughs> Which is really weird to think about. But uh, but we missed you, and we're glad you're here now. Uh how, what'd you bring today? What do you got? What do you got in your basket of goodies? Yeah. Uh, well, we spent last week working on a fun new project and we Ooh. finished it. We've got a new video up on our website at punishprops.com and on our uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so about a year ago, I put together a resin kit of the Samaritan revolver from Hellboy. Yeah. It was a kit. My buddy Harrison over at Vulpen Props put together. It's a really cool kit. It looks awesome. It's all plastic resin. And, uh, of course, this uh, past summer, Adam Savage had to go and make one out of aluminum from yeah. scratch. Just to show just, everybody up. Just to mm-hmm. shame mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, now, I, I'm not going to... Make sure you take that personally, because I'm sure... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so, I'm, on a, I, I'm not going to make my... I'm not, excuse me. Starting over. Not going to make my own from metal. My own gun, anyway. I really like the uh, the gun that I have. However, the bullets, I thought that would be a fun challenge to try and make a replica of those big honking 22 millimeter bullets that he's got using brass and aluminum. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was a, a good excuse for me to get a little practice on my lane. 
so I have I have a couple of lathes. I, I have a, a little woodworking lathe, and then I have a little metalworking lathe. And uh, well, I got it used. It's the smallest, cheapest, wimpiest lathe you can buy, <laughs> but <laughs> it did the trick. It definitely worked. Uh, I had to do things a little bit differently than Adam did. He made some bullets on his big honking uh, South Bend lathe. Uh, I had to do mine a little differently. Um, the uh, the tooling for my lathe is a little different. Um, and also, it just doesn't have the horsepower to, to hog through material like he's, uh, he does. But I made it work. And I'm really proud of how I figured out, especially how to make the uh, the bullets. They have that nice rounded profile on them. And I figured out a pretty good way do that on my on my wimpy lathe and it, and it totally works i'm pretty proud of that nice um so these are the, by uh, the way the ones you had in there before i just wanted to uh, bring this up real quick uh, are you is it magnets that are holding that tip and then creating yeah. the connection that makes the led go off is that what's happening there yeah that's exactly what's going on so the the ones that i currently have for the resin gun the bullets and the the casings are all plastic yeah um, and I, I hollowed out the casing so I could fit a battery and a little switch in there that I made using magnets. So the bullet, the clear bullet, uh, has a couple of magnets on it as well. And when you turn it, they swap the which ones are connected. And it turns on a green LED inside of there and makes the bullets light up green, which looks really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Wow. Mm. Uh, so some of the Hellboy has a bunch of different type of am- ammunition. So some of those bullets glow green. Uh, then the ones that I made out of metal, uh, the bullets are made from aluminum, so they're just a solid metal slug. So it's like silver for the for the uh, werewolves sort of thing. Yeah, we yeah. could call it silver. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> well, I wonder how much that amount of uh, silver would cost. Oh my gosh, I don't want to think. Uh, well, I guess you could mm-hmm. melt down some forks or something. You know, do it that That's way. That's true. Yeah. That rod of aluminum that I used was about seven dollars worth of aluminum, and uh, and I hung to I cut about two inches off for the bullet. So that's like less than a dollar worth of aluminum probably a lot more in uh in silver i would guess <laughs> i didn't know you could buy aluminum just anywhere in a rod form oh yeah um onlinemetals.com that's where i go they're actually local to seattle which is pretty cool um but yeah the aluminum super cheap brass not as much the similar amount of brass costs about 40 bucks Jeez. a little bit more oh my gosh that's <laughs> yeah. a lot i mean if you're making a single replica no big deal like you make the investment but uh, if you're mass producing, yeah, if you're making a <laughs> bunch of brass bullets, pretty little... expensive prospect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially when you consider that most of the um, metal is removed and thrown away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. I mean, I, I'm looking at this metal site. They got everything, man. Oh yeah, that's a playground. It's so good. Oh, you could do copper, aluminum, bronze, <laughs> tool, steel, cold rolled steel, Ooh. hot rolled steel. Yeah, hot rolled. <laughs> oh yeah baby anyway sorry continue <laughs> um so anyway made the bullet out of aluminum made the casing out of brass now i haven't worked with brass very much but it's really neat to work with um i turned it on the lathe uh it, it my, my lathe had no problem with the brass um i'm gonna I, it's weird i don't i don't have experience with a lot of different metals but now i'm starting to get sort of uh getting to know them yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh. I like brass. I think I would like to try and make more things out of brass. Yeah. Of course, it's the expensive one. <laughs> Why is it so expensive? Rarity or what? What's the deal there? Got me, man. I don't mm. know. All right. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know of, it that well yet. <laughs> I always thought of brass as like 
kind of th- not throwaway metal, but you know, like tin or whatever. It was just common, yeah, like, and you know, it's like it's not. It looks gold, like gold, but it's a lot cheaper than gold. So yeah, it feels like it should be really cheap, and it's and it's not. resonant for things like instruments and you know trombones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I totally, I I just figured that that was a simple, easy to get metal. But wait, it sounds like it's not. <laughs> so well, it's easy to get, just a little pricey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I made it on the lathe, but on the back of the bullet, there is text it says BPRD for the mm. Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. Nice. Uh, it says 22 millimeters, and I think it says DT. I don't know what that stands for, but I added that to the back of the metal casing using acid, which <gasps> is so much fun. Oh, wait, you weren't wow. on acid while you did it. You're saying you used <laughs> acid to do it. Okay. Got I it. I mean... <laughs> no, hey, I don't no, judge. Don't, don't do acid and work on uh, with I acid. To everybody, throw tall album using acid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I made a stencil for the text uh, using my vinyl cutter. Vinyl um, will uh, resist the uh, the acid that I used. Uh, so oh, I made a stencil. That's so I... cool. Then, because basically you just made a like a stencil that mm-hmm. like an airbrush kind of stencil yeah, yeah. instead, exactly, of, instead yeah. of carving it in you did the reverse basically that's cool so the yeah so the acid a little bit of acid was dumped on the back of it i put a um a piece of electrical tape around it to make a little cup for the acid to stay in there uh it had to sit on the on there for about 30 minutes and i would agitate it with a brush every once in a while but that acid chews away the text area making a depression where the text was and it's really sharp like it looks really really good yeah uh, i'm super happy with how that turned out that's awesome i, lo- I'm, I love I'm looking how the- at you making a uh, blister pack to put this yes. on which is fantastic so that was the original inspiration uh the thing i wanted to make so in the movie hellboy near the beginning when they show up in their in their um their uh trash truck right they back up to the building that they're going to go investigate, and they bring out this giant, looks like a huge music road case. Oh, right. And on the inside are a bunch of is a bunch of ammo, and the bullets are all individually packaged in little blister bags. Yeah. Oh my god! So I made one of those too, and it, it tickles <laughs> me so much. It makes me so happy. I, and I love your vacuform. Like that is a total custom made vacuform. Yeah machine that's great yeah it's a tiny one i got a uh, used toaster oven from the second hand store for like eight dollars so that's my heat source we had a little frame and a little platen and i got a vacuum hooked up to it and it's great for vacuum forming most of the things you need most of the tiny little things you need mm-hmm. uh we have a video on that one of course uh, how to make one of those yourself uh, but i made a little backer card on the on the computer drew up all the graphics there and printed that out and stuck it to some cardboard and then I've vacuum formed a little sheet of PETG to go over the bullet to make a little blister pack and glued it on. And, it, and it, it's that is so awesome. legit. <laughs> so good looking. That's really cool. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Do you ever want to now? Okay, so you're going to make a whole um, a whole magazine full of bullets? Are you going <laughs> to go know. hang this up at the Walmart and then just like wait in that aisle and see, yeah. you know? <laughs> Put a put a price tag on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, making your own blister packs—that's awesome. Uh, it is super fun. I made a second bullet too. Um, there, there's a on uh, the back of the bullet. There is a um, a primer, I guess. And uh, for the first one, I just sort of carved that in on the lathe to make oh. um 
couple little circles, but I made another one where I, I made that part out of aluminum, so it's a different color as well. So nice. I, with it. I really enjoyed it. I, made, I, ended up, I finished it, and while Britt was editing the video, I was like, well, the one I finished is in a blister pack. I can't play with it anymore, so I made a second one. Yeah, <laughs> just you got to do that. Yeah, you got to have just one to, just, to, just to fidget with it because it's metal and it's heavy and it feels cool. Do you ever worry it'll look so real that people just think, oh, you bought a thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just bought I this mean, blister pack. That's and... kind of the ultimate compliment, isn't it? Yeah, it I is, guess yeah. it is. But it yeah. is like, you know, you, you do have to remind them, no, I made this. This is like, yeah. I didn't pick this up from a prop a prop uh, company. I am the prop company. Yeah, I, I am the prop this. company. Yeah. I made this thing. That's exactly right. That that Not that that's a problem, but like it reminds me of like when, um, you know, certain special effects artists these days, Every show has special effects now. So if you're doing episodes of Better Call Saul, there are visual effects being in- integrated that you're not even aware of, whether it's bullet pock marks that come out of nowhere that weren't really mm-hmm. shot or whatever it may be. The world has something tweaked in it, and it's so subtle you never know. And they're so good at it now that no one ever knows that you did it. So yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. well... Every every show has set extensions. Like, a show where two characters are having a conversation on the street... Mm-hmm. The background is fake. The background right. is green screen. Like yeah. you know, you wouldn't even know though. It looks so good, but yeah. almost every single show will do that. They'll just extend a set to make it look bigger. Yeah, all, almost all of them. Like just mm-hmm. boring dramas where people are at a park bench talking. The sky behind them got changed, or the buildings mm-hmm. that are there aren't, aren't really there, or whatever. And it's never pointed out. It's never meant to be fantastical. And as a result, those effects people just—it's got to be the weirdest job because you're doing some of the coolest work ever. And the goal is to convince people that something's not even happening, but then you just get no credit. You know what I mean? Well, like, because no one knows. That's the that. irony, too. The very best visual effects are the ones that you don't notice. Yeah. Like, if you notice that it's a visual effect, it's up. not very good. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you say, oh, they have a cave troll, and you're about to watch a major CGI thing <laughs> that, you know, Peter Jackson and the people down in New Zealand put together, and it's amazing and it's all that, and it's great. But then if you watch an episode of Game of Thrones and you just didn't know they cut out the city that's a modern city behind that mountain you just never know i don't know it's weird it's it's ironic or something like a like rain on your wedding day all right just like that yes. uh, Bill, what's, well what's ironic is uh, in that scene they used to they actually used a real cave troll yeah yeah they went right, the that's what's funny right <laughs> yeah that's what's funny Actual, genuine cave troll. yeah they had a they got a tape cave troll and for then... scale it's really they're actually really cheap to hire <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah do they have a union or no they're not part of it or of course okay yeah. they got up sad cards <laughs> that's what that's what saruman was promising them oh well now it all makes sense <laughs> uh bill this looks great people can check out this video at punishprops.com of course the youtube channel all of it's there i recommend it i'm watching it here myself and totally uh tickled by this particular project and many more just like it so go check it out uh do you have a bonus uh, piece of linkage for us this week do i ever (gasps) so you guys know i love toys and toy photography Mm -hmm. um a photographer i follow he goes by the name sir dork on instagram (laughs) and his name is jared middleton on youtube he started doing tutorials for his camera photography so he put out a video that is toy photography camera settings, oh, and it's really, really good. Yeah. Oh. And he has a bunch more that are worth checking out. Jared I'm going to dive through Middleton. a lot of these. I love that stuff. I think you've talked about him before, but maybe, or someone like this that does. Like, yeah, I follow quite a few of these guys that do toy photography, and I'm into it. Yeah, is this the guy too. who did the, the, I've got a book of, of Star Wars action figures that are posed 
and put into scenes like this. And I wonder if mm-hmm. this is the guy who does that or if that's somebody else. It could be one of them, yeah. Yeah. That's really... I love that stuff, too. That's so cool. Look at all that. See, this figures. is... Uh, I've got a bunch of miniatures that I've painted, the Marvel Crisis Protocol miniatures, and I need to... Uh, actually need to like do some decent photos of them not just iphone photos in front of the stack of paints in the background yeah something decent look at those get some true get some firecrackers and stuff right exactly (sighs) yeah badass when i was 12 this would have been my obsession this is all i would want to do oh my gosh dude that's so cool Mm -hmm. all right uh as always good stuff all around everyone check all this stuff out bill duran punishprops.com jim beard on twitter Bill, have a fantastic week. Looking forward to it. Bye. Ignore the picture of the mushed up nose. I'm going to delete that. <laughs> Thank you for now putting that into two of our chats. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and delete that, I think. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Steven time. Yes. If you thought Bill was somebody, <laughs> just wait till you see another guy. That's right. We have two somebodies on this show today. That's right. They both count. Steven. From the halls and walls of Hayes, Kansas, comes one Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com, who joins us on Mondays, and we talk about the nerdier things in life, often comic book related, but sometimes not. In fact, today we're going to go a little bit different. Steven, welcome back to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hi. How, How was your second week of... <laughs> the year going good yeah yeah uh, sure let's say good <laughs> let's say good it's funny because uh i am you can look at the stats of your web page browsers etc sure and it's funny i can look at the stock market and wednesday afternoon huge mm-hmm. dump mm-hmm. i can look at the stats for my website huge dump oh yeah. somewhere around the exact same time uh-huh. so Weird. uh yeah i have a feeling that not a lot has gone on in the last week in the world of comic books at least no uh probably so although some probably some good ideas for some comic books you know what i mean like i feel like um, i feel like real real world uh things when they happen sometimes my first thought is there are creative writers right now comics or otherwise that are sitting around going all right how does this turn into a six episode main series how does this sort of thing look if i made if there was a superhero involved like you start to think of new scenarios right not saying that's good i'm just saying that's where your brain goes. Right. So back in um, after 9-11, there was a lot of that stuff that came out. In fact, uh, Deus Ex, uh, which is a great comic book uh, series. I Or no, I'm sorry. Ex Machina. That's the one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Ex Machina yeah. is a great comic book series about a man who gets some mechanical type superpowers and, you know, the kind of a shock. I think it's the first issue where the first volume ends with the revelation that the thing that is bothering him the most is that he wasn't able to save both of the towers and so it ends with this big shot of new york with only one of the twin towers uh, standing Mm. um but then you also have other things that maybe don't work out so well where you have uh, a marvel comic with dr doom crying in the aftermath Mm -hmm. of the twin towers being taken down so yeah i think sometimes uh you can get some really powerful imagery out of um out of a you know disasters like this Mm -hmm. um and then other times you can get some really bad takes yeah yeah I worry about the bad takes as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the comedy world does with some of this stuff. Like, there's just a lot. There's a lot. Hopefully, to, keep to their stuff. mouth shut. Yeah, for a while, mm-hmm. they'll they'll figure out, or 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 make sure we're punching in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
yeah, those 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 douchebags. Uh, anyway, hey, uh, let's talk about uh, a thing that we haven't talked about a lot, and that is the top five television shows of 2020. Now, yeah. yeah, so last week I did my top five comic books. This week I'm doing my top five television shows because, as previously mentioned, not a whole lot got done last week. Yeah, uh, I think most of these you guys have talked about before uh, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, specifically, my number five, Devs, which is on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Loved it. This is a crazy thing that really doesn't start to take shape until I think around episode four. When you start to discover what's really going on inside the devs facilities. I loved every second of it. I, that is on my list as well. It's probably in my top two, um, of the year and, and one of my favorite series ever. And it's a standalone thing. So it's kind of, it's not something Mm -hmm. we're expecting a season two from, but man, I was hooked all the way through. And when Brian, Brian had originally recommended it here on the show and I hadn't, or I'd seen it, but didn't know what was up and hadn't really thought much about it. I am so glad I watched that. I loved it. It was like made for me. It was great. <laughs> I mean, there are so many questions about what is reality, you know, what is virtual reality, all of that stuff that comes up when you finish the whole series that I'm hoping most of our listeners have already watched this again. This all came out in 2020. Not going to do any major spoilers on that, but uh, there's a mind twist at the very end, which makes you kind of look at the world a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. That Number four, one. another popular one towards the end of the year, the queen's gambit over on Netflix. I had that uh, on my list. Yeah. S- still alternating or really uh, changing the way people look at chess. I think uh, the number of uh, chess set sales went up in November and December. Uh, because of this. This one's really interesting, mainly because of not only the story of our our central character, but in the costume design and set design that they do throughout this entire piece, which is something that I don't see a lot of people talking about online. Mm. But uh, specifically, when you look at how she's dressed when she's a little girl and she meets the janitor and she's in this lowly position, she's kind of dressed in this dress that kind of flares out at the bottom Mm -hmm. and she looks like a pawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you go to the very final episode, when she's walking down the street of uh, the Russian square, she's dressed like a white queen. Yeah. That's and it's really it's, cool. I didn't notice that. That's, that's cool. It is the little details like that that really make the Queen's Gambit pay off for me. I've heard nothing but good things. For whatever reason, I haven't watched it. It's on my list. I'm going to fr- I'm going to finally see it. I mean, it's the future Furiosa. What am I even doing here? I got to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is one that my wife and I binged and she's not one that likes to watch a lot of heavy TV, but she was into this. And I think we knocked it out in like two or three days over the, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend that we watched it. So right. um, definitely, definitely worth checking out, Scott. I even like chess. I don't know why I'm, I don't know what the holdup is. I like all this there stuff you go. this represents. And I also, I read something about the guy that produced it. Took him 40 years or something to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, started this. as a book, and then it was uh, then it was going to be adapted, and then so many studios were just like, nope, 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 and it sat around, and it came back. I think it was... Um, NPR somebody had an interview with him. Yeah, I think about that's where I how heard this it. got to the big screen. I think I heard I think that's where I heard it. And he was like it was like forty years trying to do something with it and had given up. He was like by the end is like, ah, forget it. But in this world now where, you know, you have interested parties and services like Netflix Prime and everybody else, uh, it was perfect. And I and apparently they killed it. So I would watch mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but I would I'm guessing like around award award season this thing gets all sorts of for sure. No, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. If it's not winning a bunch of Emmys, then you know what's wrong. Yeah. What do we uh, but then, you know, do this it? is one of the good things that comes out of having streaming services like Netflix, HBO Max, you know, Apple Plus, yeah. uh, Disney Plus, is that they need to generate a lot more content, quality content, and so it makes it easier for someone like Queen's Gambit 
uh, to step up and say, hey, we've got something that's, you know, a limited run series, uh, both devs and, and uh, Queen's Gambit, both limited runs. Take a chance. What do you got to lose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't have anything and, uh, to lose. Everything to gain. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Number three, I know you guys have talked about. I don't know how many of you have watched it, and I know uh, Nicole has watched it over on Apple Plus, Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> a series a that is that is just so good in its first season that Apple went ahead and said, you know what? Why don't you do two seasons? We're going to green light seasons two and three mm-hmm. uh, because the first season took off so well. And, you know, when you've got movies from uh, Tom Hanks on your Apple Plus service and uh, Scott's favorite friends uh, actress on uh, um, on Apple Plus, but it's Ted Lasso that is the one that takes off. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, yeah. When it, when I first started watching, I was like, oh, this is just a major league ripoff. This is this is them just doing major league, but with soccer. And it kind of is that. But then after about the first two episodes, it goes in a very different direction and it's very positive. Uh, that's overall. the thing. That's and that's what we really needed in 2020 was a good, just uplifting, positive show. And that one, uh, you know, just was so filled with like hope for the world. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. tragedy in the show, uh, especially among the main three or four uh, characters. Uh, but there's also that that hope, like you said. That's Brian, why it works. Really, really good. That's why it works. The show mm-hmm. it, it it earns its place with the positivity by not being afraid to face down the negativity and do it in a way that's just hopeful and you know up up uplifting. Like they the the, the stuff they the he has to deal with on a personal level without spoiling anything is really hard and it's yeah, made yeah, and, it's, yeah. and they earn it on both sides of the coin of the positivity and the negativity like they really earn it that show freaking rocked and i can't yep. wait for the next season so excited number two obviously no surprise disney plus's mandalorian yeah uh boy did that uh good stuff into the second season really surprised a lot of people yeah it was and uh, a lot has been said it's very good I, I look. I'm sure there's the haters out there. I'm sure they exist, but they don't exist in my circle. There, that show is fan freaking tastic, and I can't wait for more. Um, I, it will be interesting, though, Stephen. I don't think you've given much thought to this, but the next time we get a proper season of Mandalorian, it will be in and around the shadow of all these other projects that have either spawned from it or are being launched mm-hmm. behind it. And that I don't know what that does to my perception of it because right now it's this like. It's like this shining single beacon. It's a tower in the in the in the sky that no one else has reached in terms of Star Wars. But now we're about to get flooded with mm-hmm. everybody a, a bunch of other takes that are similar or in the same universe or spun off from it. And I don't know what that does to my perception. I'm I'm like curious about that, like how that's well. Feel. A lot of a lot of people are you know had the uh, the thought that oh there's too much Marvel, there's too much Marvel, Marvel, Marvel everywhere, everywhere I look there's nothing but Marvel and. That didn't hurt Marvel. No, I don't think it's going to hurt uh, Star Wars because the Star Wars stuff is being spread out, especially all the uh, the um, High Republic stuff that was announced the last couple of weeks. That yeah. stuff is going to be so spread out over so many different formats and mediums that uh, it's it's not going to be a huge drain unless you're actively going out and trying to watch every single thing. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a hell of a thing, though. Season yeah. two is so good, you guys. Uh, Brandon White says, I'm, I'm I'm more sad that this may be the end of the Grogu and, and Mando story. I honestly think that the very first scene is going to be, uh, you know, we see the flashback of what happens to Grogu at the end of, of the Mandalorian. And then we just smash cut to uh, both Grogu and uh, the Mandalorian inside uh, a new ship. 
And the Mandalorian is just like, you just couldn't follow directions for one day, could you? <laughs> How do you get expelled from Jedi Academy? Yeah. It's funny. I did a, I did an arcade machine that was based around Mandalorian or, or drawing of one. And um, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but everybody out there, it's, it's two player, has two joysticks, two sets of buttons. And the joysticks are just normal joysticks with a ball on there. And everyone wrote and said, dude, what are you doing? Those should be those little silver balls he can't get mm-hmm. enough of. In fact, Actually, maybe one of them's missing. You should have one of them missing. I was going to say, the joysticks should be missing. Like, it should just be the open screw yeah. without the ball on top. Exactly. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to fix that before I print any of them. But it, what, a, what a dumb thing to miss because it's, like, perfect. But, yeah. That's such a, right. such a good time. Here we come to my favorite television show of 2020 off of HBO. Of course, I watched it on HBO Max. So if you run through my whole list, uh, almost every streaming service was represented except for Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Um, Lovecraft Country. Mm. This was the adaptation of the um, Matt Ruff book, uh, but it went in a totally different direction. I mean, it, it stayed faithful to the book for the most part, but it delved into a lot more of what does it mean to be a person of color and dealing with horror, uh, especially cosmic horror, when every day you're living the, the the horror of racism in Jim Crow America. And this stuff has cosmic horror. It's got your Cthulian monsters. It's got, uh, you know, um, you know, our heroes taking on uh, the villains uh, at all odds. And it's dealing with a lot of themes. From coming out to being uh, possibly, you know, I think there's themes of transgender in in the show, as well as just being somebody who is black in uh, the 1950s uh, America. So Lovecraft Country, if you haven't seen that, it is fantastic. There's definitely some body horror stuff. If you're someone that doesn't uh, uh, like stuff that might make you squeamish, you might want to avoid it. But it is a fantastic television show. Yeah, it's and a, it's uh, a my favorite of 2020. Oh, really? I yeah. So I guess you did say it was your number one. It's sure. it's a mm-hmm. it's that. a hell of a ride that show. Brian, you haven't seen yeah. it yet. No, not yet. No, it's it's on the list, um, but we have not watched it yet. I would put. Uh, so here's a, just a couple I would add to it. I would put the boys on there. Uh, which is a prime uh, Rams on prime thing or boy season two. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, And it pissed me off at the same time, but it was great. Um, (laughs) And I would add this much as there, this much I know is true. The short mini series, uh, Mark Ruffalo did Mark Ruffalo. He also was an amazing, amazing uh, acting, incredible performances all around. That was an incredible thing. Brian, would you add anything to this? Uh, this I'd list? add, um, yeah, Queen's Gambit was was at the top of my list. It's funny because Scott had his list in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be on my list. That would be on my list. Oh, yeah, Devs would be on my <laughs> list. Mando would be on my list. <laughs> so you, you took five that I probably would have had like easily in my top ten. Yeah. Um, I'd add Little Fires Everywhere, um, which was uh, Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon. Um, really really clever and uh dark show i think hulu i want to say um and i'd add the great which i know scott is currently watching it's it's awesome it was my recommendal from last wednesday and um it's really good it's it's so good it's you know it's it's uh catherine the great but told in a different way and kind of embellished a little bit i don't think they invented suggestion boxes in, no uh, and they put they in, even say at the top in the logo like a mostly yes. true whatever i forget right. what it says but it's great. yeah it's and, very and very add, good my wife's loving it i'd add a uh, run which is uh um oh my god i'm forgetting both of their names my god uh, uh, uh the woman who's so great on nurse jackie oh and uh um 
Uh, and dude from Ex Machina. Um, right. I know yes. both these people, and yes. I can't. Merritt Weaver na- is the woman. Merritt Weaver. And, yeah. and the guy was uh, what was his name? Nux in uh, Star Nux, Wars. Colonel, uh, General Nux. He's Hux. the son of Nux, Hux. or Hux. Yeah. Whatever. Night. Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. It is Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, okay. it's bro- the son of uh, the other Gleason that everyone loves. Old yeah. guy. <laughs> Old guy Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just like a really quirky, quick comedy um, that uh, if you haven't seen is worth is worth checking Some out. People That's in, also on. Uh, people in the chat are saying, "Hey, expanse, expanse, expanse." No, we know, but we haven't. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm sure. Uh, but also, that's 2021. That's right now. So that's, that's and uh, Fargo and Fargo. Oh yeah, Fargo's on there. Fargo. What we do yeah. in the shadows is on there. Technically, season two it ended in 2020. Uh, that show is just in me now. It's just in my blood now. No, no <laughs> pun intended with vampires, but gosh dang it, it's great. I freaking love it. I want to live with those people, and it's just so weird. It's so good. Uh, what else? We missing anything? That's great. Uh, we, uh, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, it's a good year. Is the point? It's a good year. Away is yep. really good. I had that on my list, but only you know it's, it's deep on my list just because uh, so many other good ones were above that. Doom Patrol season two of Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good. Oh, so good. That whole series is just so sweet. Bitter, bittersweet is like the the best description of that. If you liked, um, what was his Derek? Derek, if you liked Derek, you'd like this. I liked it's, Derek a lot. Yeah, yeah. I thought Derek was great. Out Afterlife. Yeah. Derek made my daughter cry, which is always my goal. So, do what I can. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Stephen, this is a uh, good stuff. Good stuff to talk about. Who knows what next Monday will bring? We don't know. Well, I know we'll probably know, be talking right. about Wandavision. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll Wandavision know. debuts this week, so people go and check that out. Uh, people who have seen the first three episodes are just raving about how great. WandaVision is really um, oh good no, yeah there's I have not seen uh I think probably the lowest negative review is it's okay it's better than I thought it was going to be and then everyone else is just like the first three episodes are fantastic I can't wait to see what other people uh, say about this now it's an official Friday debut is, I believe so does that mean it's going to be up to Thursday night at <laughs> 10 or something yeah. uh I think they release a midnight on um west coast time so i think that's what oh, they did okay. with mandalorian i think that's what they're going to do gotcha. with uh wandavision so if you want to stay up until 2 a.m uh, brian to uh, watch wandavision no uh, but i'll watch it. it i am gonna watch it first thing friday morning listen it's been a year without santa claus and a year without marvel without <laughs> the mcu so uh yeah <laughs> so i'm totally i'm totally excited for it yeah yep. uh, we can definitely talk wandavision um with uh spoilers next week if people want to do that i i have no problem and if you're interested in what the rest of the Major Spoilers crew think about uh, other forms of media, uh, throughout 2021, we're going to be taking a look at other stuff on the Major Spoilers podcast. We've got uh, Wonder Woman 1984 coming up next week on the show. We'll be taking a look at the uh, Harley Quinn animated series on HBO Max, which is very, very good. Uh, we'll be looking at the first season of uh, Young Justice um, on uh, on HBO Max and a bunch more throughout the year. So go check oh, yeah, that out. Yeah, Young Justice 
um, when's wait, is that premiered yet or no? The new season? No. Or, oh, you're thinking of Teen Titans? Oh, am I thinking? Maybe we're I'm thinking about that. the. We're talking. I'm talking about that Young Justice uh, animated series. Oh, the from, animated series, right? Had you know, uh, Aqualad and everybody ago. in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I that was awesome. I'd love that show. It was really when's good. And a against? lot of people have not watched that. So there are new seasons of that, or no? I don't think so. I think they've got one more season coming up, but I don't know what the current status is. Okay. Man, I couldn't believe how good those were. I mean, Aqualad is so dumb, and it's it just in the name alone. It's so dumb, but that ended up mm-hmm. being so good. He's one of the best characters in it. Yep. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Young Justice, you guys. Very good. Uh, all right, uh, Stephen, uh, fantastic to talk to you. We'll see you next week for another edition of Stephen Hangs Out With Us. We'll see you Stay then. Stay hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> all right. Cool. Ryan, we have one thing left to do today. Thing left to do. <laughs> it's a mashup. And it's called Get Off of My Plane. I have a feeling this will have something to do with Film Sack and our coverage of uh, Air Force One. But we'll find out together when I <laughs> okay. push this button. You take, you take a chicken, you take, chicken, you take, you take yeah. their egg, you put it in a cookie batch. Dude, that's the facts that's of right. life. <laughs> stream delivered right to your ear holes about an hour before dinner <laughs> enjoy it because i'm not cool oh geez i went right up my hole perfect yeah, that's where you want it right up your hole big sir has been a big pain in my butt has it has really it? i haven't had any problems what are you are you experiencing any crashing shut up anybody ask you nothing i'm gonna go practice putting lighter fluid on my grill with my long penis python eggs in cookies <laughs> Step away from the cabinet. Please drop your weapon. You have 30 seconds to comply. Yeah, what's wrong with Long? Jeez. Long mm-hmm. like a penis. Who's the little redhead? The, the, the orphan? Little orphan Annie. Orphan Annie? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who was the little orphan? Who's the little Annie? orphan redhead named Annie? Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't there a little orphan named Annie something? Uh, Ooh, man. Mm. Mm. Adults only. Right. Man, right. Do, you, do you see them titties? I recognize a Peanuts cartoon immediately because a Peanuts cartoon is a Peanuts cartoon. It will never... It sounds iconic. like you're saying a Peanuts cartoon. I a penis know. Cartoon. I do it. Yeah, Peanuts. Well, I mean, you, you gotta recognize a penis. I mean, I was saying Everybody penis, does. but I don't know what you Can guys you see are talking it? about. Can you <laughs> see the penis cartoon? I was absolutely talking about a penis. That's very realistic. <laughs> is he a bad guy? He's a bad guy. Spoiler alert, he's a bad guy. Is, is he a great big bad guy? Is that what he is? Is he a bad guy? Bad guy, right? Bad guy. Bad guy. Not, not, a bad, not bad guy? Pop guy? A pop guy. <laughs> Popeye bad guy? <laughs> My favorite part is... You have a favorite part? I have a favorite part. My Your favorite part is the penis. fact that I oh, can... sorry. That's my favorite. That's absolutely my favorite part. But mm. after that... Shit. Oh, no. You suck. <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith, our most prolific film sack uh, You composer, better right? get Pardon. off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> you better get off my plane. I knew this was going to happen to my brother. Give you right? a parachute and wrap the cord around your neck, and then you go get off my plane. <laughs> Now I get now I get the title. I get it now. Yes. Yeah. Well done, Jamie. As always, you're a hoot. Don't pollute. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna do it for the show. Thank you everybody for being here. It's uh the end of our Monday broadcast. However, we'll be back tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday. It's a normal week, so Tune in and be a part of it each and every day. If you want to be here live, those listening at home, you're like, man, I sure want to try the live experience. You can do that. Just head on over to frogpants.tv and be here at 9 a.m. in the Mountain Time Zone. That's when we start. If not, it'll still be on the podcast. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. Great way to support the show and the content you love. And for everything else, we are at frogpants.com slash TMS. Send us your emails to themorningstream at gmail.com. We get tons of them, but uh, keep that coming because we like to 
see how you guys are doing and how you're feeling. All right, Brian, that's it. Let's play a song. Yes, you know what won't be in my top five? Cobra Kai season three because <sighs> it's the it's the garbage that I just can't not watch. Mm. I can't stop watching it, but it isn't good. <laughs> It really isn't very good. It's it isn't very good, but it, there's something so compelling and yeah. can't look away about it. It's yeah. a, it's like they took the WB model but then coded it in 80s nostalgia and then they made that so that we can't avoid watching. Yes. Like we have to see it. It's so weird. Right. Have you seen season 3 yet? No. I'm I'm seeing up to 2. And again, I I'm not Chatter's going to take issue with this. We're not saying that this is terrible television. That's not what we're saying. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, but what I'm saying mm-hmm. is it's kind of basic in mm-hmm. what's going on, and it's very formulaic, sort of po- uh, it is. Uh, kind of soap opera a little bit, but it's painted in a way that is we're all eating it. I'm not saying yes. I'm not going to watch it. It's just, it's just we yeah. know what it is. It's popcorn, and it isn't great for us, but we love eating it. That's all. It's 90210 taken uh, from the uh, Karate Kid universe. There. That's it. Um, it. And uh, blown away, there's one cameo that you kind of expect in season three. Yeah. But then there's a couple more that you get that you just can't believe. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Like the, tell me, please, that it's the corpse of Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) No. Reanimated weekend at Miyagi's. Yeah. Daniel san. (laughs) It's not. They got the hey, old Laura. the old corpse of Pat Morita. <laughs> Fantastic! Can't wait. <laughs> yes, just wait for that. All, All right, right, let's get to uh, today's request. Uh, this one comes to us from William uh, Marfan on the Cool Tears EU. Nice. I was going to say from the chat room, but it's uh, no, it's a Warcraft thing. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Ibit, greetings. I've been listening to TTMMSS on and off since the start, and I've listened to Scott mispronouncing things since ELR. Wow. I was going to request a song for my 40th birthday on the 20th of June, but then I heard that the average person listening to you was 39 and a half years. I guess that's me right now. <laughs> I'm not sure what to request, but I trust Brian will be able to find a good song. I've been pleasantly surprised so many times by the width of all the songs you find. Uh, Brian, so maybe a weird one, one you don't think anyone will request. I've been able to listen to all your shows, but I have been trying to listen to Tuesday and Thursday ones and TMS PM, of course. I hope you and the Tadpoolers all have a very nice 2021. I see why you like it. Oh, William from Sweden. We should probably play that. Uh, it's right here. I can see. I oh, don't. That's not it. I can definitely see why you like it. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Uh, he says anything uh, my choice, but maybe something with or about buses. Hold Even on, though he didn't it... mention buses at all in his uh, oh. in his letter, but uh, the the follow up said anything you know something with or about buses. I'm so, gonna, I'm, I'm super curious about this, but let me ask you this: Did he say 39 or 40? What's he turning? He's turning thir- he's turning 40 in June, but he's 39 and a half right now. All right, I want to play this for him since he's turning 40 here. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Okay, there. <laughs> I was just trying to find some reference to 40. That's all I had. So enjoy. If that clip doesn't sum up 2020 in, in, uh, uh, in one word. Uh, let's get to a cover of uh, my favorite bus related song. This is originally by the Hollies. It's a song called bus stop. Now this was recorded for a very short lived ABC television series called American dreams. It was like a, Love story, family drama with the backdrop of music at the time in the 60s and uh, 50s and 60s. 
and um, they had special guest musicians come on and perform as the old bands, uh, like on American Bandstand or, or things like that, in the background of the show. So it was like centered around the music of the time. Uh, Fountains of Wayne came on and appeared as the Hollies on this show. Uh, so, of course, featuring the late, great Adam Schlesinger, who we lost last year, sadly. Uh, here is Fountains of Wayne from the American Dream soundtrack with our cover of the Hollies, Bus Stop. See you guys tomorrow. Bus stop, wet day, she's there, I say, please share my umbrella. Bus stop, bus goes, she stays, love grows under my umbrella. All that summer we enjoy it, wind and rain and shine. That umbrella we employed it, by August she was mine. Sometimes she'd shop and she would show me what she bought All the people stared as if we were both quite insane Someday my name and hers are going to be the same That's the way the whole thing started, silly but it's true Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Food that is fresh. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.